Welcome back, everyone, to the Pro Football Network betting podcast. I'm your host, Brian Blewis, joined by my fellow co-host, David Bierman. And for Monday Night Football this week, we have not one, but two games, starting off with the Titans versus the Dolphins and the Packers versus the Giants on at the same time at ESPN. David, your Dolphins are playing this one. You're, you're rocking your Dolphins beanie as we speak. This is another matchup where your team is playing another really bad team. So no matter what happens, the allegations of you only could beat really bad teams will not go away. However, 13 and a half point spread, biggest of the week. Well, second biggest of the week now with um, 49ers Seahawks game. What are your thoughts on this one with your team covering a big number and so forth? Listen, I'm not going to apologize for the narrative. The narrative is the narrative. The truth is there. They've beaten a lot of 500 or worse teams, and they've lost all three games against teams that had above 500 record. Now, that being said, they could have very easily won the Eagles and Chiefs game. The Chiefs game came down to a you know a bad play by Hill and then a bad play by, by uh, Tua. And the Eagles game, well, we won't get into that because you and I could talk for six hours on that one. But listen, you don't apologize for beating bad teams because you know what they're not doing? They're not losing to bad teams. I'd rather be the team that beats bad teams than the team that loses to bad teams. The Eagles have lost to a bad team. They lost to the Jets. The Chiefs have lost to multiple bad teams. The Niners have lost to bad teams. So the Dolphins are beating the bad teams. Do I want to lay 13 and a half? Probably not. But I also think the Dolphins can win this game by over two touchdowns. They beat the, the Commanders by 30. They beat the Jets by 21. Uh, the Patriots by 14, the Panthers by 21, the Giants by 15, Broncos by, I laugh, but 50. Um, yeah. So they win these games and they win them big. It's at home. It's prime time. You know, it, they're, they're, they're getting a lot of their guys back, especially on the offensive line. So if I had to choose, I would lay the number. But truthfully, I'm going to be in the prop market. Uh, my favorite prop off the bat would be the Dolphins to score over 29 and a half. Listen, in these games versus bad teams, they score over 29 and a half, 45, 34, 31, 42, 31, 70, 36. They're scoring over 29 and a half points per game. So I'm going to take the over there and we'll get into the other props in a minute. But as far as the game side and total, I'm just going to go with Dolphins team total over 29 and a half. Yeah, not only are you beating all the bad teams on your schedule, but with the exception of the Raiders game, you've been covering every single time against these really bad teams and they've pretty much been blowouts dominating your opponent. This game feels pretty similar to their matchup last week. Uh, another really bad team that's terrible at defending the pass. Titans 29th in success rate, defending the pass, 30th in EPA. Pretty comparable to the Commanders. Their whole defensive philosophy and really strikes and weaknesses since under Mike Rabel have been. They'll stop the run, but they're easy to throw on. They're not as good at stopping the runs as they used to be. This Dolphins rushing attack is one of the best in the NFL with uh, Mostert and Achan. I'm not going to want to touch the dog in this one. I don't want to lay the 13 and a half either, but so I'm going to get a little creative. Tyreek Hill's player props are extremely high right now. They're well over hundred receiving yards mark. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have him go over hundred and for the dolphins minus six and a half that pays out a plus money, which is pretty surprising. I mean, I mentioned how you guys have been covering at a really high rate against these really bad teams in a convincing fashion. And the one time they didn't was a seven point win over the Raiders. So just went by seven points and Tyreek go for under, over 100 yards. There's no such thing as a lock, but I don't, but if there's what something, if there's a, something called as close to a lock as there is, this feels like one. Yeah. And, and I, I to, to tell you how much I like that, I actually did the same game parlay ahead of time because they're bets you could take on DraftKings where you got to opt in before it expires. I did the same yep. game parlay that is Dolphins minus seven, not six and a half, but seven. Uh, Tyreek, 100 yards or more, 
Tyreek anytime touchdown and Dolphins team total over 29 and a half. And I got four, four to one on my money. So if I think the Dolphins are going to score over 29 and a half, if I think Hill's going to break a hundred, like you said, uh, which is a prop I was going to give you in a few minutes, I think he's going to score again, which is a prop I'll give you in a few minutes. Um, and then move the total, move, move the spread down to seven. You got to say an all same game parlay where it pays four to one. Take my chances. That's the way I'm playing tomorrow night's game. Absolutely. And let's go to the other side of the ball for the Titans. I got a couple of player props like for that one. Let's start with the under for Will Levis passing yards. Right now, it's around 210 and a half at ESPN bet. The reason why I'm liking this one is just because since Jalen Ramsey has made his return from injury for the Dolphins, They've been the top-ranked pass defense by both EPA per play and success rate. And when you watch Will Levis play and you look at the numbers, he pretty much is a boomer bust type of quarterback. He's not like that Drew Brees style, just drop back precision throws of like short intermediate passes. He's either going to take his deep shots downfield or stay in the pocket way too long and take a sack. And yeah, that's and not going to work against this Dolphins team. No, and the only thing that worries me about that is if it does become a blowout and they're just throwing the ball nonstop in the fourth quarter. But I do like the play, and if all things created equal, that should be a good one. Uh, on the yeah. player prop, uh, on the player prop side, um, I alluded to it earlier. Like I, I like Hills. I even like his over one hundred five and a half. Like you can take that. He's hitting that every single week. In order to get two thousand yards, he's got to get one hundred and three and a half yards per week. So one hundred and six is right in that wheelhouse. Um, and I'm also taking, and I'm just going to keep playing this like Tyree kill anytime touchdown. Like he scores two a game. Uh, the guy has at least one touchdown in 10 of the 12 games of the season. And what I really like, you're laying 185, So you got to have a compelling reason to lay that number. He has scored a touchdown in all 10 games versus subpar opponents. So we talk about that schedule. We talk about their opponents, all 10 games. The dolphins have played against teams with a 500 or worse record. He has scored at least one touchdown in. You got it again versus Tennessee. We're not quite at Christian McCaffrey every single week, minus 400 neighborhood, but nope. minus 185 still sounds like, again, you could parlay it with something else to break it down a little bit lower, but I'm still laying the 185 for him to score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing SGP for this game, seems like an easy leg. It's for Tyreek to score a touchdown or run Tyreek overs. Um, before we move on to the next game, just a quick reminder for um, everybody listening that if you're in a legal state that where ESPN bet is available, use promo code PFN when signing up with one of our links on our website and on so, and on our Twitter handle at PFN365 and at PFN betting. Use promo code PFN. You get $250 in bonus bets. $250 in bonus bets. So let me remind you, use the link on our website and on our socials and our podcasts. Use promo code PFN to secure $250. In, in case now, you don't know, the, in case you don't know the states, it's Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Los, Louisiana. I almost said L.A., Massachusetts, <laughs> Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. All those states, you can get this ESPN bet promo in there, and PFN is the code, and get you two hundred fifty dollars, as Brian just said. Yep, absolutely. So now, second game for the Monday night. I don't have a strong feel for this one. Packers at Giants. Packers, six and a half point favors, coming off a huge win on Sunday night football. Jordan Love's looked like the guy in recent weeks has improved mightily over the course of the season. I'm just a little worried about with the spread of like maybe buying too high on the Packers coming off such a huge win in front of the entire country against the best quarterback in the NFL. But at the same time, there's nothing that's telling me to back the Giants. They've come off a two-game winning streak before their bye, but it's against the Commanders and the Patriots. They are not... They're still on the five worst teams in the NFL, I think. And I just don't want to back them here with the points, even that getting close to a touchdown. What are your thoughts on this one? 
This this game is a total wait and see approach, and I'll tell you why. The weather is supposed to be extremely bad in in the Meadowlands today and this area through tomorrow. I haven't exactly seen when it's going to clear up, but I'm all over the Jets unders on Sunday, as I already did on the podcast even before I found out about the weather. In fact, I just doubled down on it. If the weather is still bad at the same stadium on Monday night, I would lean towards the Giants in the under because six and a half is a lot to lay on the road of horrendous weather. 37 Giants have trouble scoring. If the weather clears up, which it very might well be before this game starts, since the weather's starting now, I would lean towards the Packers in the over, quite frankly. The Packers are much better than the Giants. I think this can go over 37 with the way the Green Bay offense is running. The way I'm probably going to play it is I probably take the Giants team total under, but again, it's which, which, which I've, profited on handsomely this year but again it's going to depend a lot whether the weather clears up or not the Giants right now have a total of 14 and a half so they got to get over two touchdowns so I would lean towards the under in that bet regardless but I think the game side and total will depend on if the storm is through or not yeah now that I'm thinking about it with these two games on the same time and you have I think there's gonna be two chalky favorites it's going to be an really easy teaser for the public. We're getting the Dolphins down to seven and a half under eight. Again, the Packers really just the win outright. I'm not going to touch that, but I think it'll be a really popular teaser. I have a couple of player props I like in this one. If anything, my favorite is Jordan Love under one and a half passing touchdowns. Currently minus 130. And this is really just, I think Christian Watson will be a big loss for him in the passing game here just because he's been by far his favorite target in the red zone this year. He has a 27% red zone target share, which is 7% higher than their other top receivers and Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed. And it's also just could be game script working in our favor here with a six and a half point spread and Packers protecting the lead late in this game. And he also mentioned weather being a big factor. And I mentioned uh, Christian Watson's red zone target share, but in the last three games, he has scored four of his five touchdowns for the season. Before that, he had just one touchdown, six games. So he was on absolute heater and not having this one. That's going to be a big loss for Jordan Love, I think. And not as much of a strong play, but I like Jalen Hyatt to go over as long as reception of 16 and a half yards. I know if you never hear from college, he was really good at Tennessee. Drew some yeah. comparisons to Sean Jackson going out of college as a big deep threat receiver. His eight out this season, Kyle Soppy's favorite term, 24.9. That's the highest in the NFL of all players, at least 20 targets. And coming out of the bye week, maybe there's going to make more effort to get him the ball. Just because, like, their season's pretty much over. It's all about player development at this point. I like having a bigger role in this one. Give me the over as long as reception. You know, it's funny. These two teams match up. You would have ranked the teams 1 to 32 in terms of player props and what teams you like and don't like. The Giants and Packers might rank 31st and 32nd on my list of, of, of ever liking player props. You have the situation, neither, like, you don't, you didn't believe in Jordan Love for a while. The Giants have been a disaster at quarterback. Running back, Barkley missed half the season. They had nobody. Now he's back, but is he injured? Is he not? The the, the Packers have alternated running backs all year because they've both been injured. And at wide receiver, both these teams have been an absolute train wreck when it comes to injuries and who they like. Normally, you can figure out who Aaron Rodgers is going to pass to. With Jordan Love, you can't because he's new. Plus, you, you mentioned Watson. He may not play. Which Packers wide receiver do you trust? Which Giants receiver do you trust? You can't. Which running backs do you trust? Like Saquon Barkley might be the only legitimate fantasy player or prop player in this game to play. And I can't find one that I like. And sometimes the best option is to pass. The one touchdown that I that I gave out, touchdown play for, for the column, was, again, 
None thing I liked in this game at all, especially with the weather. But I'm, I'm going to take a chance at four and a half to one on Jordan Love running one in. He's getting more comfortable running the ball. 39 yards rushing two games ago against Detroit, including a 37 yarder on Thanksgiving. He had, you know, he's had 30 or more yards in four plus games this year. He's had a couple of touchdowns. It's not my favorite play in the world, but I don't know if it's going to be Jones or Dylan. I don't know if it's going to be Watson or somebody else. If Reed or Taylor Watson's likely not playing. So I'm just going to go with love to run one in. And I mean, you, you could pick a random tight end in this game and you might hit it. Um, but it, it, it's so hard to pick with these two teams. Like, you know, they have Musgrave, they have Reed, they have Dobbs, they have Dylan. Like, Kraft caught a touchdown last game. Like, you just don't know. So I'm just going to play uh, a flyer and take Jordan Love the run one. Yeah, I don't really have a strong feel for the touchdown props either or really any of the player props for this one. This is probably my least favorite game of the slate just because it's just so difficult. I have such a difficult time reading this matchup. But like you said, as you say a lot of times, sometimes the best play is no play. So that's a wrap for a Monday Night Football doubleheader preview. Go out to everybody for the bets on this game, and we'll be back on Thursday morning previewing Thursday Night Football.